Welcome to the Center for Victory podcast of your best day yet. At Center for Victory, we're here to help unlock, reinforce, and enrich relationships through personal and professional development. My name is Zach Dolterko. I'm the executive consultant at Center for Victory. And here today, we have the Eric guy, the one and only, best-selling author on Amazon, The Life of Victory. Here we're talking about Chapter 5. So if you missed the episodes leading up to this, go back. Uh, we did four other ones up to this point, and we're going to be talking about escaping the victim mentality. Yeah. So my first question, Eric, is were we born with a victim mentality, or was that something that was maybe inherited to us, or we learned uh, just through uh, our environment? Yeah, there, a little bit of, um, you know, I don't think we're necessarily born with it. We're born to, to really survive. I mean, it's kind of in our DNA, but... More, more often than not, that victim mentality is perpetuated in our conditioning, our education, and uh, you know the way we parent our kids, you know, even in our corporations. And I think what causes that is just where we like drama. Mm-hmm. Like we, we just live in drama, and you know I've always used the story of you know you can't go to a soccer game, football game you know, choir rehearsal or anything and talk to other parents without like a good story of how much your day sucked. Yeah. And it, and it becomes, you know, just this, this cycle of talk with, uh, you know, the weather sucks and this sucks and my boss sucks and my, yeah. you know, my wife's doing this or my husband's doing that or my kids don't do this. Um, we just don't have a good Victor story. Like, and nobody sits us down. If somebody would just take us out as soon as we were born and just kind of, you know, uh, get us going and say, you know, you're fabulous, you're awesome, you're created to do great things, you're you're created to live in abundance, you're created to live in love. But we take that child, and all of us have been there, and put fear in him. And, and, you know, one thing leads to another. And we start to be afraid of this or afraid of that or afraid of other people, afraid of, you know, spiders, whatever it might be. But we, we have that victim mentality, like everybody's going to be out to get us. Mm-hmm. And that's how we, then that's how we go out and face the world. Yeah. And it's kind of, you know, it's kind of concerning because, you know, now when we look at, at our society and our culture nowadays, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Right. It just is, is victim after victim and we can't get along. We can't, even just to agree to disagree, but we just perpetuate that drama into our lives and it becomes a, just a perpetual cycle of more and more and more and we just can't get out of it. Yeah, and I think, you know, for knowing you now and, and doing this a part of my daily practice, I know first thing, you wake up and you speak the truth of your life. Absolutely. You, you write down things, every goals, and, and you have that in front of you, so you're starting the day off of, okay, I can live mm-hmm. as a victim, or I can choose to live as a victor, exactly. and you've made that conscious decision, because subconsciously, I think, our tendencies are good to go this way, yeah. I mean, everything in our surroundings, the news, a lot of our friends, social media, it, it's always pointed to the victim, right, and we actually cater to the victim nowadays in America versus saying, hey, let's celebrate somebody who's a victor and who chooses to, to live a victorious life. So how do you overcome the victim mentality? Yeah, that's a, a great question. 
and really that's what the the rest of the book is about how do i how do i do that how do i you know like in chapter two how do i take my story and really get out of that what do i create what am i conscious of what do my relationships look like all those things so overcoming a victim mentality the first thing you have to do is really look at your daily grind people create that i mean i have to consciously get up every morning and do that. Mm-hmm. It's you know some some mornings it's like oh I gotta hurry up and you know maybe I should overlook it. It's like no I gotta sit down and do it. Just like this morning. I mean we started early here in the office this morning, but I did sit down and I, I do I did all those things right. And people will say well you know you're just writing the same stuff down, but I'm keeping it fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how how we start that um, just that morning. You know my my wife and I. How we started, I just asked her what music she wanted to listen to while we were getting ready. But uh-huh. it's not it's not garbage music. Yeah. It's something that's uplifting and it's purposeful. Um, overcoming it, we talked about this in the last podcast, is look at your relationships. Are they healthy or unhealthy? If, if you have some unhealthy relationships, you need to get them healthy or get out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your most healthy relationships with? And if you, if you didn't, get that and you know that's in the last podcast that we did on chapter four of this book another piece of that is to look at good stress we all need stress in our life stress is uh as Hans Soleil said is the spice of life yeah um we need it to get us up and get us going but when it becomes too much it becomes overwhelming it becomes bad stress or what, or what Soleil called distress Look to good stress. That's relationships. That's loving what you do. That's spending time with the people that are most important to you. I know I'm just having a great day because last night I got to spend some some time. Well, all day yesterday I got to spend time with people who were just awesome. Yeah. And uh, I, I wasn't there though. Yeah, you were there. <laughs> yeah, you, were there. you were there during the day. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's what it means. That's good stress. Having fun um, with people who love you and and reciprocate that that love back. Uh, the other thing to really escape that victim mentality is get over yourself. Like be more concerned about others than you are yourself. And, and with that, don't blame everything on anybody else. Start taking responsibility for yeah. things in your life. You know, what, what's going on in your life and ultimately to live a life of love. You know, that, that's like my mantra. Like I wake up every morning and I'm not perfect at it. And I don't think I'll ever be perfect at mm-hmm. it, but that's what I try to do is just live a life of love. What does that look like? Right? It, taking responsibility, good stress, pouring into the relationships that are most important to me. And, you know, to wrap this question up, it's such a good question. I get you know, really jazzed when, when people start talking about this because there's a lot of little things that we can do. One of the things that we did in our house a um, long, long time ago when we started raising our kids, our kids are uh, 19 and 18 right now, but when we started... Um, raising them and starting our family we had a saying in our house and it has become one of our uh core values here at center for victory is don't whine shine mm-hmm. like and you know don't be a whiner be a winner uh-huh. you know, don't be a victim be a victor and that has shed light in just the unconscious of our kids but it's kept us aware of that too yeah. it's like okay when i get start having that pity party about myself start talking drama what can I do to shine? What can I do to be brighter? What can I do to be better and not bitter? And that's how you overcome it, right? It's just with, with those things, it's changing your mindset, changing, 
your daily grind, changing those relationships, creating healthy relationships and looking at that good stress and becoming more concerned with others and really stepping yeah. into your own responsibility with those things. And I know this is so this is so real to you that it's actually a core value within our company, right? Yeah. Don't whine, shine. And I think, you know, to talk on just two things real quick, um, that stress, a lot of people look at stress and say stress negative, but in reality, it's just like your bones, right? Mm -hmm. if, if you lay flat for, for weeks, months at a time, and that's what ha happens to elderly people, they don't move as much. Mm -hmm. So what happens to their bones is there's not stress of walking. So they call it Wolf's Law. The more stress you have on your bones, the stronger those bones actually become. Mm -hmm. So people that says, well, I just want to stay away from stress. Really, you need that kind of good stress yeah. in your life. But then also, you know, you talked about the victim versus the, the winner. Yeah. I, I, love, I love that um, because it's an easy way for me to be like, okay, am I being a victim today or, or am I being a winner? Am I being yeah. a victim, winner? Winer or shiner. Yeah. Um, so that, that's that's a really, really good couple bullet points to talk about how do you overcome that. So let's go ahead and focus on this last idea. And we touched on it very briefly in the last chapter. Yep. Th this idea of eagles and pigeons. And this is one of the first things I've ever heard come out of your mouth when I met you. Mm -hmm. Is this idea of what does an eagle look like versus what a pigeon looks like. Yeah. Um, and again, this is one of our, our core values at uh, the Center for Victory is, is being eagle, mm -hmm. right? And what that means is if you look at the difference between pigeons and eagles, right? Eagles soar. They're up high. They're soaring, right? They bring you up. Pigeons just, you know, they're down. They're, they're feeding on all the garbage and they're just crapping on everything, <laughs> right? And, and nobody likes watching pigeons. Everybody likes to watch an eagle soar. And that's where we all belong. Yeah. But what happens is part of that victim mentality is we get caught up with other pigeons and we never realize that we can soar mm. real high, yeah. right? And that whole idea of being an eagle, right? Being a winner, kind of having that ownership mentality of like, I, I have control of my life. It's not, I'm not just haphazardly here. Like mm -hmm. I can make a choice do something. I can soar, but it takes effort. I have to make a conscious choice to come off the ground and, and, and this just, it, it frustrates me in our culture today because there's this kind of mediocre mentality that's okay. It's, uh, you know, it's the thinking. It's mm -hmm. mediocre thinking. It's like, well, you know, I'm, I've got right here, kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm just right here. I'm mediocre. That's average. That's, that's okay. Yeah. But all of us are meant for so much more. Yeah. And we, we talk to people all the time and say, okay, like, how can I be an eagle? Some people just starts with they have to believe they're just not a pigeon, yeah, right, and take that next step and soar uh, above. But you you need those eagles in your life to bring you up, you know, to that height. And you got to get rid of some of those pigeons and and get rid of because those pigeons have that victim mentality, mm -hmm. and they'll just bring you down because they don't like a different mentality because it messes with their head yeah. too much. It's like this is how I am. This is I'm set in this mindset. So many of people in our culture are set that way if we could just rise above again to that eagle you know, yeah. analogy if we could just rise above that and see all those things we'd be much better as, as a culture and as a society if we would just stop being on, on the ledge 
and crapping on everything and rise above yeah. and be and so it's like, yeah we talk about it in, in the business perspective it's called that discretionary effort where eagles soar they go above and beyond so mm-hmm. like the way i look at that is how can i add value more value than what i'm asking right versus somebody who's a pigeon it's just they do just enough to get by so they don't do too much where it takes too much energy mm-hmm. and time they don't do too little because they want to kind of fly underneath the radar so that's what pigeons do they just fly underneath the radar they don't they want to, they don't want to stir the pot they just want to get in get out same thing every single day wake up oh i can't believe i have to go to work today oh i can't believe i gotta take my kids to school oh i'm so tired like that's what i think of when i think about a pigeon like they're always complaining they're always groping there's always something wrong with their life instead of focusing on man you're alive you have breath in your lungs mm-hmm. you can impact somebody today you can speak a word of encouragement you can love your kids you can love the people at your work, but it's so much easier just the, ah, today sucks. You right. know, we're just, it, it's, it's the same day, uh, same, same thing, different day. Yeah, I know a lot of people that listen to this are, are parents too, and I want to share a story here, and then we'll wrap it up, but um, my wife and I were doing, uh, doing a little uh, presentation uh, out east towards Philadelphia, we were together and uh, we were with this group of, of up-and-coming teenagers. And what was, what was really neat about these teenagers is, for all intent and purposes, I mean, they were just down and out. All these kids were once homeless and they had been identified as high potentials by their schools, their school counselors. And what was neat about this is we just didn't present. We presented and hung around and answered questions and had an activity, which we usually don't do that, but we had that piece. And and these kids were highly interactive with us just for just being in high school. And one of the questions just really hit me. And I looked at my wife uh, when this little girl asked because it actually shut me up for a second, which if you know me, that's hard to do. <laughs> uh, but she raised her hand. And she said, uh, Mr. Eric, what happens if we don't have evils in our life? And she said, what I mean by that is, what if my parents are pigeons? Huh. And I was like, Whoa. and I just was silent for a little bit, right? Because like, that's what, rough. What do you say to that? Right? You know what I mean? What do you say to that? And, and I said, you know what? I'm sorry that that's where you're at, but I pointed out the fact that people that brought us in were definitely eagles to to make that presentation. I said, I want you to get around eagles. And I said, you might have to break out of that mentality, but sometimes you can pull them up. But your responsibility right now is to soar. So I want you to get around a couple of these people. I just wanted to tell that story because it was highly impactful of the impact we have on our kids. That's so true. even if we're down and out as parents, even if we don't have much to give as far as resources, we can still give our, our time and of our effort, but also our mindset. Like you're not down and out. You're better than this. I mean, you don't have to have all this wealth and things to be an eagle, yeah. right? You, but you do need to have that mindset. And if they would have had that mindset, so was she. And what's cool is a year later, she's won an award for things you know, as I, as I follow her, but, um, it's been amazing. 
to look at her life and just how she's risen up around that. And if we can, if if she can do that, and all the things that she's gone through, all of us can do. Yeah, and I think, and it's so true. Um, as we kind of wrap this up, I look at my little my little nephew. He does everything his mom does. Mm-hmm. He does everything his mom and dad does. Like if his mom puts deodorant on, he will go get the deodorant and put it on. If his mom turns the light on, he'll go over there and shut it off. Like he does the exact same thing his mom and dad sees. So even if, you know, you don't want to be a pigeon or if you don't want to be or an eagle, like take a look at your kids. Take a look at the legacy that you're leaving behind because it's so much greater than yourself. So as we kind of wrap this up, give us some bullet points, some some takeaways um, as we go about our week. Okay, um, probably like <clears throat> four or five takeaways here. Number one, I would say look at your daily grind. I mean, what are what are you doing? Uh, are you living kind of a victim mentality? Be- become more self aware of those things. With that in in mind, number two, look at. Look at coming into regulation. Look at your good stress. How do I incorporate that into my life? And start to change your story. Go from uh, a victim to a victor. I mean, live a life of victory. Yeah. And with that, number three, you know, change your mantra. You know, mine is live a life of love. Start doing that. You know, start creating that in just one step at a time. And then the, the, the fourth and final point I would say is if you want to continue to do this, to actually tune in next time because chapter six gets into more detail of, of taking it to the next level uh, and taking it from a, a, taking yourself from a victim to a victor. Yeah, and I, and I love this quote, and it says this, the truth can hurt you or the truth can change you. What will the truth do for you? Yeah, I, like I think that. that's something just to ponder on for a second. The, the truth can hurt. Or the truth can change. What will it do for you? I know my biggest takeaway of this chapter is that just idea of the eagle and the pigeon. Because it's so easy just to picture that and say, okay, do I want to soar or do I want to poop on everything? (laughs) So let us know what your favorite part was of this book or this podcast. You can go on Amazon to pick up this book or you can go on our website at centerforvictory.com. Thank you so much for staying tuned. Next week we're going to be talking about chapter 6. Which chapter 6 is what? What is it? What is it? The language of life. The language of life. So leave a comment. Follow us at Center for Victory on all social media. Visit our website. You can also give us a call. Um, Eric does a lot of speaking engagements. And we were recently, a couple months ago, at a high school where you talked about... um, just the, the, the life of victory. Um, so go ahead and go ahead and reach out to us at 724-462-8383. Have a great day. Take care.